right, hello everyone. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I want to welcome you guys back to another edition of your Adrenal Fix. Today, I'm really excited to announce a special guest that I have with me. Um, we have Chad Polsky. Uh, he's a fellow Canadian where I'm from, and he is the CEO and owner of Bruce Bruce Decaf Coffee. And we're here to talk about the benefits of doing decaf coffee and dispel some of the myths that we think about with, with decaf coffee and give you guys an option for those that are exhausted and burnt out but still like the culture and the smell and the holding and this the sense and the taste of something to warm you up. So, hey, Chad, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks, Joel. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, I knew you were Canadian, right? Like I said, right from the first words come out of your mouth. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like this guy. So not that I don't like, you know, anyone else, but Chad, you know, tell me a little bit about your story. We were talking a little bit first about, you know, the need for you to produce um, a decaf coffee. Tell it, tell us the story of how you, you know, develop Bruce, Bruce coffee, uh, blue, sorry, blue spruce coffee. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Joel. So, um, you know, as I said before, so I, I was suffering from anxiety myself and, you know, the, a bunch of the research I did was saying that caffeine's a huge contributor to anxiety. And I just decided one day, you know what, I think I, I think I want to cut out caffeine. I still love coffee and I love the experience of having a nice cup of coffee. Uh, so as I started doing more research on caffeinated coffee, I found that the majority of the caffeinated coffee was chemically processed and you know, it just, it just didn't kind of fit in with the way I think about food and how I want to eat. And, you know, so I, as being the father of two kids and, and my wife and, um, you know, I was, I was always tired and stuff, like I said, and I just decided, you know what, I'm going to create a product on my own that's uh, better than what's out there and what's in the market today. Uh, so I decided to go ahead and, and create a, a decaf coffee that's premium, tastes as good as any regular cup of coffee, better than most, I would argue. Um, you know, so I, I think one of the important things about our brand that, that people should understand is uh, all our coffee is shade grown. And so why that's important is the only way to grow coffee organically um, without the use of fertilizers and pesticides is to grow it in the shade. So that's about 20% of the world's coffee supply. The other 80% is actually grown in what they call uh, sun-grown uh, coffee plantations. So you, you need uh, fertilizers and pesticides to grow coffee in the sun. So it was important for us to make sure we're only sourcing coffee from shade-grown coffee farms. And number two, um, I discovered that uh, Swiss water process, which is a method of decaffeination, um, it's the only certifiably organic and chemical free way to decaffeinate coffee. So, you know, it kind of fit perfectly with, with my motto and kind of the product I wanted to create that said, Hey, we're going to have organically grown coffee and then we're going to decaffeinate it using uh, the only organic method out there that, that actually has no chemicals involved. Yeah. Awesome. So I do want to talk to you about that because I think the Swiss process, the Swiss filtering process is, you know, a whole other interesting story that the listeners should know about, but let's go back to your anxiety. So sure. were you drinking a lot of coffee and, and it just would contribute to it? Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So, you know, I, I just found as my life got busier, you know, the anxiety kept kind of getting worse and, um, I was drinking, I would say would be like a normal amount of coffee, I guess, probably like most, you know, uh, Canadians and Americans probably say maybe three cups a day, for example, a couple in the morning and then like trying to get a little pick me up kind of mid afternoon. 
but you know, on top of the anxiety, like, and then I wasn't sleeping very well and stuff like that. And it was just kind of like a whole, a whole host of problems, I guess, coming from it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm guilty of that too myself, Chad. I know when I was going through uh, um, chiropractic college, we basically were on like an IV drip of coffee, right? And it was just like, this is ridiculous. And, uh, and it got to the point where, you know, studying and deadlines and exams and, and papers and testing, um, it came a vicious cycle. And then ultimately, it was like, it, it, it's what sort of created my adrenal problems in the first place. So have you and I'm sure to an a certain extent you so when you develop this, you know, this company yourself, have you noticed a change in your own anxiety from just drinking decaf now? Yeah, so you know, whether, whether it's placebo or not, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But what I would say is, yes, it's definitely uh, helped, uh, for sure, right? It's helped me just be um, I find like I take my wife, for example, is the is kind of the one that is the big gauge for me, you know, and when she says, hey, wow, you know what, I've, I've really noticed that you haven't been, get, haven't been getting anxious a lot lately, you know, you're, you definitely have more patience with everybody and the kids and stuff like that, then that's kind of my gauge, right. And since I started uh, on decaf full time and started this company, um, I definitely think that uh, my anxiety levels have uh, decreased. Maybe not all the way gone, but definitely um, it's, I would say, 100 times better than it was. Yeah, well, you started a new company, you know, and you're getting that off the ground and you're doing a good job. So, um, you know, I, I would say it's sort of a love-hate relationship, right? I mean, it, I feel like when I go off of coffee, I do that like sort of coffee purges or sabbaticals, and um, it's a culture, right? You like to hold that you know, that coffee in your hand, you know, it's almost a conditioned response. We wake up in the morning, you smell that aroma and you still get that sense. But take me through, because I think the, the readers will or the listeners will be really interested in that Swiss water or filtering process that really extracts the coffee, but also soaks it in the caf or in the coffee flavoring. So tell, tell us about how that actually works. Sure. So you know, it's the best way to put it and kind of the easiest way for people to understand essentially is um, it only uses water. So what happens is they'll take a batch of caffeinated coffee beans and they soak them in hot water for a period of time. And what happens is all the caffeine and stuff come in the oils and flavorings and stuff kind of come out of the beans. Then they run that water through an activated charcoal filter, which traps all the caffeine. So essentially what you're left with is this like flavored water full of coffee oils and nutrients and stuff. Um, and then what they do is they soak the next batch of beans in that water and just repeat the process. So then what happens is once all that water runs out, what you're left with is these decaffeinated coffee beans, 99.9% uh, .9 decaffeinated, uh, which is as good as you can get. Um, and, and they just maintain, retain all the flavor and all the kind of nutrients and antioxidants and stuff that you're looking for, um, you know, or some of the benefits, I guess, from coffee. Yeah. So what do they do with, I mean, when the charcoal um, filters um, absorb the caffeine, I'm just curious, what do they do? What is that? What is what happens to that? So, you know what? I can't speak for sure for what uh, Swiss water does, but I definitely know that um, some of the, um, decaffeination methods what they'll do is they'll just set they just resell the caffeine to say like coca-cola or pepsi or something like that right right so okay so what you're left with is then this naked bean that gets filtered in um 
in, in a charcoal filter. Um, and then that water that has, still has the taste and the, and the goodness and the, and the antioxidants is now soaking that naked bean in there. So it sort of extracts it and then reintroduces it so that it still gets that flavoring. Is that correct? Yeah. So what they'll actually do is they'll actually soak a new batch of beans. Okay. Gotcha. And then what happens, yeah, they'll soak a new batch of beans, like caffeinated beans. And it repeats the process. But what ends up happening is once you run that water through, the, the beans have, have, re, have um, reabsorbed everything except the caffeine. What happens to the naked beans? The na so the first batch of naked beans, actually, they get discarded. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So then, and then, and you got three different flavors, which you were nice enough to send me and I really appreciate it. So you got the Thai organic decaf, the organic decaf, and I actually just opened the Mexican uh, organic decaf and I really do like it. I'm not saying that just because you're Canadian, you know, I, I like it a lot. So um, as far as um, some of the, some of the, um, uh, benefits that I'd like to talk about with sure. for the readers is, you know, um, when we are uh, dealing with an adrenal problem, um, ultimately, we're in that fight or flight mode, right? You got bills and deadlines and family and, and, and not to mention like, you know, we don't balance our blood sugar very well. Um, we may have an infection or a trauma or we may have exposures to chemicals or toxins. Um, and then ultimately we're tired. We, we, our, our adrenal system, our, our brain and the feedback loops, they just become you know, sort of faulty. And now we're not making the proper uh, hormones to deal with that. So what we do is we think, well, I need a little pick me up, right? I need the coffee to give me a little boost. And what it does is it gives you that little boost, but from an adrenal standpoint, it creates more adrenaline. And, and, you know, and that's, and, and when we create more adrenaline, you're kind of winding up that system even further. And it's like a fool's gold. It gives you a little bit of energy at the expense of depleting your, your, your raw materials at a faster rate, because now your, your sympathetic system is overwhelmed and you don't really replenish the amount of nutrients that you're depleting at the rate that you are. Hopefully that made sense. So, so what, what where you've come in in here is, which I think is great and which I, I was really excited to actually, I asked you if you wouldn't mind me interviewing you because, you know, ultimately my, my goal is to give my audience, you know, a lot of different tools where, like you said, you work with some providers um, and we'll ask you about that where the, the holistic providers in Canada and natural paths that have patients and, you know, they said, hey, listen, you don't really have to get rid of the, the coffee per se, because a lot of people will say, well, do I have to get off coffee? Well, you, you don't have to really get off the coffee per se. It's just more that 99.9% .9 of the caffeine that's really depleting your, your, your adrenal resources or, or upregulating them to ultimately cause them to crash that is causing the problems and we can still give you the benefit of that. So that's, that's why I think it's a really great thing that you're doing. So tell me a little bit about some of the people that you're working with that, why they wanted to use the, I mean, maybe it's the same thing, but tell me like sort of how you, you know, are gearing your, your market to, to people and, and some of the providers you may have used, or just tell me some of the experiences who you're gearing your, your market to for why you created this. Sure. So, I, you know, I think you made an excellent point there, right? There's, there's definitely people that are giving up caffeine for a multitude of reasons. 
and they still want to have a great cup of coffee and enjoy that experience of having a nice cup of coffee, similar to, you know, my, my story. So, you know, I, I think there's definitely, um, people out there. We, we definitely have a lot, like I was telling you, um, uh, pregnant nursing moms are a big, um, a big customer of ours. Uh, we, I talked with a few naturopathic doctors actually in Calgary that reached out to me and said, Hey, we've seen your product. We're interested. Um, we're telling a lot of people say to avoid caffeine for various types of reasons, adrenal recovery diets, anti-inflammatory diets, autoimmune diets, those types of things. And we love the fact that you've got an organic chemically free, um, coffee that, that we can recommend for people. Um, so, you know, that's where I started to learn really about, um, adrenal fatigue and those, and those types of things. And so far, you know what, I, I think it's been helpful and people are definitely responding from, from that. Um, I guess those types of customers that, that are saying, Hey, we, we really don't want to give up coffee. We know we shouldn't have the caffeine because to your point, it's taxing our adrenals, but we don't want to give up coffee. What's a, what's a great alternative. And that's kind of, uh, what we've created. And those are the type of people that um, I really created this product in this company for. So, okay. So to summarize and Chad, basically 80% of the beans out there are, are going to be um, sprayed or at least sun grown. And when it's sun grown, that's where it has to be sprayed because of just the, you know, the ins insects, insects and, and, and the yielding of the bean, I would imagine. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay, and then so what they would do is they would just take those beans and then for the decaf um, population, they would run those through the, um, those charcoal filters and take away the, um, the caffeine and, and, and hence you got a, a chemically based decaf coffee, correct? Yeah, well, and uh, typically what will happen actually, Joel, is so they'll, they'll, they'll use those beans. So most coffee companies actually won't decaffeinate high quality coffee because, um, you know, they'd rather, they'd rather just use cheap coffee. And most companies that do decaffeination outside of Swiss water actually will buy what's called uh, Robusta coffee. So Robusta coffee is actually a lower grade coffee, but it's higher in caffeine content. So when they go to resell that, they, there's more caffeine for them to resell. So most coffee out there is actually decaffeinated using ethyl acetate or, um, uh, oh, I forget what the other one is. Anyways, another, another chemical that um, decaffeinates coffee, right? So you're actually probably getting a double whammy, right? You're, not only are they decaffeinating the coffee using chemicals, they're actually growing the coffee using uh, pesticides and fertilizers. And what kind of goes along with that, actually, you know, that is in order to grow coffee in the sun, you have to cut down a whole bunch of trees, right? So it actually promotes like deforestation and a whole host of like other issues, right? Those pesticides and fertilizers sometimes leak down into the watershed, run down the creek to like the drinking water of people that are actually tending the farms. You know what I mean? So it's a whole, you know, it's, it kind of leads to a whole, a whole host of issues, actually. And is it the robusta coffee that they're using to decaf the cheaper grade or no? So what we use is we use arabica coffee, and and what you'll find at Swiss Water is they'll use uh, arabica coffee as well. It's a, it's a high quality coffee. No, I mean the competitors that oh. do the yeah. Sorry, yeah. So a lot of times they'll they'll use robusta coffee. Like I I can't say like you know this company for sure uses robusta coffee, but in general. Um, 
what'll happen is coffee companies will just um, buy coffee from various companies that decaffeinate it. And the ones that decaffeinate using chemicals will typically use lower, lower quality coffee because the caffeine content's higher for them to resell. Got you. So it's the double whammy in terms of it's not organically grown and then it's chemically treated to take the caffeine away. 100%. And then how much of that is actually, like you said, you got the 99.9%, you know, um, out of there. So how much in the typical decaf, non, you know, um, charcoal filtered um, or, you know, sprayed coffees are going to be caffeine still in there? Sure. So um, by law, coffee has to be 97% uh, decaffeinated to be considered a decaf coffee. So I can't say for sure how much is in, you know, like every batch of coffee. What I do know is that Swiss water maintains that they'll have 99.9% of caffeine out of the coffee. And what that kind of equates to is roughly in a regular 12 ounce cup of coffee, you'd have between 150 to 200 milligrams of caffeine. Um, in, in the 99.9% decaffeinated coffee, which is, which is what we have, Swiss water process, there's about two milligrams of caffeine. So, I mean, it's vir there's virtually nothing there. And that's really as close as you can get to being 100% caffeinated. Like there's yeah. no, no I mean, decaf out there that's 100%. Yeah. Okay. So it helps me understand at least 97%. So 3% versus 0 0.001. Right. That's right. Um, but, but still, I mean, the chemicals and the, and the processing and the way that it's caffeinated, do you know if they soak them back into the coffee as well? Or is that something unique to you? Yeah, no. So, so what they'll do is they'll, um, the chemicals that, that they use will actually just kind of like takes the caffeine out of the bean is essentially what it's there for. So they'll soak the beans in the chemical and the uh, caffeine molecules will stick to the uh, molecules in the um, chemical that they're using. And then they'll just be left with the, um, with the decaffeinated beans, right? Which right. of course have absorbed some of the uh, chemicals used in the decaffeination process. Yeah, got you. So, so basically you were a guy who was anxious and then you felt like, I, I, I can't drink coffee, it's making me worse but I still love coffee. And then you basically tasted the other coffee and knew it was chemically based, but you also kind of knew it sucked. It didn't really taste the same, right? It's, yeah, that's right. Right. And um, so then you went ahead and found a problem and, 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 you know, kudos to you to, to fix that and, and develop this. So it also, though, I wanted to ask you, it says small batch on your, sure. uh, on your, on your label there of blue spruce decaf coffee. Um, are you, uh, does that mean your goal is to keep it like, smaller in terms of like um sort of boutique sort of doctor based stuff or is it more get into you know mass markets and and really what's your vision in that with your with your with your company sure so um you know my my vision is actually to keep it kind of uh smaller and boutique -y. and to be honest with you my my entire career has basically been in consumer packaged goods and and dealing with uh large um like national grocery retailers and you know what, it, it wasn't that much fun. And I, I really enjoy dealing with people that are kind of passionate about it this, for the same reason I am. That's kind of what makes this company and this job fun for me. So um, definitely, I, I would love to keep it kind of uh, more boutique and, and deal with people that are passionate about it. And then in terms of the small batch, so actually what that means is we, we, we only roast our, we don't roast our coffee in like mass amounts. We roast it in a lot smaller amounts so that when people are purchasing it, they're actually getting like freshly roasted coffee. So, right. you know, we're not, we're not roasting, 
um, thousands of pounds of coffee to send out to sit in warehouses for eight months before it ever goes on the shelf somewhere for people to purchase, right? We're roasting it in smaller batches. People are getting, uh, you know, fresh coffee from us. And yeah, and I think that sort of addresses what I talked to earlier about in terms of being concerned when it just sort of sits around, it becomes more prone to mold and, and fungus and so forth. And I'll tell you what, one of the things that I do with my, with my community and the people that I work one-on-one -on -one with is we get them taking their glucose levels, um, you know, at different times of the day to get baselines and then try to understand the difference between physiological hunger and psychological cravings um, so that they don't continually keep their blood sugar levels high. And, you know, you'll hear a lot of doctors in the beginning and I was one of them. And I, you know, in my exercise physiology degree, we learned, okay, when you have, you know, adrenal problems, you eat small meals more frequently so that you don't let those, you know, blood sugar levels crash. Um, and while that may be good in terms of not letting that blood sugar crash, it's not good in always keeping a baseline high level of blood sugar and your insulin levels go high and that contributes to your inflammation. But when I try to get people, you know, to understand that concept, Chad, um, they say to me, you don't get it, Dr. Rosen, like I'm hypoglycemic. If I don't eat, I'm going to crash and I'm going to burn, I'm going to die, <laughs> you know, they tell me. And then ultimately I get them to take their glucose levels and I find out that they, they, they like, oh my gosh, it's like still in the hundreds. And what they're doing is they're calibrating their, their, their psychological craving with uh, physiological hunger and seeing that it's not congruent and they see, hey, this is, you know, this is not the way that, you know, that it should be. But, you know, what, what we're saying here is um, with, with, with the coffee, um, you're taking away the caffeine, which is great. And, um, and you're also getting that culture, but you're also trying to understand the role that it's not moldy. Um, and, and, and that would happen to me where I would have, okay, less meals more frequently. Um, but then I would take my glucose levels in the morning and it would be in a good range. I would have say a Starbucks coffee, take my glucose levels and it went up and it was a black coffee. How the heck did that happen? Because there's mold on there, there's toxins, or there's a reactivity too with, you know, with a lot of the times there's a cross reaction with gluten and, and coffee um, to create a, an immune response. And, and that can cause your blood sugar to spike as well. So, you know, I think the, the hidden benefit as well is when it's not treated and it doesn't have any chemicals and or it's not sitting around in a, in a small, in a large batch for months and months to get moldy, then you're going to have a pure unadulterated coffee that's not going to spike your glucose levels too. So I think it's important for you to know that and also your, you know, the listeners to know that. So awesome. Um, I, I appreciate you being here. Uh, as far as um, any other um, um, products or other other um, interests or uh, things that you have coming down the line with the Blue Spruce uh, Decaf Company? Sure. So you know what? We're all, we're definitely always looking to uh, expand our lineup. So uh, right now, our our coffees come from Thailand and from Mexico, and that's because you know what? We're working directly with the farmers. Uh, on these farms to make sure that we know exactly where our beans are coming from, how they're grown and everything like that. That's really important to me. Um, you know, we can track them right to the plant. So the, the, um, the farms that we're working with actually are, are called Paradise Mountain Organic Coffee Farms. And what they'll do is um, I know they're looking at expanding and looking for some other organic farms in different parts of the world to, um, you know, bring some new offerings. 
So, you know, as that kind of happens, and definitely we're going to be bringing some new offerings to the table and uh, some coffees from different parts of the world as well. Yeah, and that will suck. You'll have to do like field trips to different parts like Thailand and Mexico just for the, you know, in the name of business, right? And have to check out those those different parts of the world. A hundred percent. You're bang on there. Yeah, it'll be terrible. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, um, you know, what I try to do is I try to finagle you guys so that when I put your link on my site so that they can go to Blue Spruce Decaf Coffee, is there a possible way for like new, new um, customers like to maybe give them like a, a discount when they first buy it? Do you have that with your shopping cart to be able to do like a, a 5%, 10% discount at all for new, new, new purchasers? Yeah, 100%. So what we'll do actually is Anybody that comes to our site, um, if they sign up for our newsletter as a first-time buyer, they can have 20% off their uh, first purchase. Okay, cool. So what I'll do is I will put that um, link on my site for them to, you know, subscribe to your newsletter. And then that way they can, you know, purchase your product to save some money and then keep, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep their coffee going without the caffeine. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, Chad, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate the time you coming on here. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that you're, you're providing this, you know, this valuable, necessary need for coffee without the caffeine. And, um, and you know, kudos for you for seeing an opportunity and, and you know, best wishes for, for your company. And, uh, and I appreciate the time being on here today. Yeah, thanks, Joel. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate your time as well. And, uh, you know, I, I hope people understand what a great thing you're doing out there. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely know you're really helping a lot of people. So keep it up. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Chad. And you have an awesome, uh, awesome night and, and, and be good and good luck to your company. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.